When life bumps up against you, you have the choice to pucker up and put on a sour face or mix it up with ingredients like resilience, persistence, and grace into the delectable concoction only you can serve. We are Greer McVeigh and Whitney Wiley, speakers, authors, and entrepreneurs. We're also sisters, and since we were children, we've made a habit of turning challenges into the lessons and launch paths of our lives. Each week, we'll discuss the recipes that will turn your biggest challenges into the building blocks of the successful and fulfilling life of your dreams. On occasion, we'll include experts and thought leaders who'll join the party and you're always invited to. Join us as we share the sweet highs and sour lows and every drop of life in between. Along with our guests, we help you shake and stir your own lemons into lemon drops. Welcome to the Life, Lemons, and Lemon Drops podcast. Hi, and thank you for joining us for this episode of Life, Lemons, and Lemon Drops. I'm Whitney Wiley. And I'm Greer McVeigh. Whitney. How's it going, Greer? Whitney. <laughs> it's it's going well it's been it's been a week it's been quite the week i found i found myself out and about over the course of the week being mildly annoyed by all the people that broke all the rules from our list last <laughs> so we called our list last week so you called attention to the rules and now you see it it's like that rick particular activating system right yeah. so now that it's on your mind you noticed it everywhere it the people hawking up loogies yes. everywhere you went <laughs> yes it is like oh my gosh how many you know dogs are tumbling down the street you know pooping on all over the place and oh my gosh I mean I was pastrami wrap pastrami wrappings that were flying around <laughs> because uh, what last Sunday the 14th was National Pastrami Day, Pastrami no. <laughs> Sandwich Day. <laughs> so you saw pastrami wrappings all over the place. I will say Fresh one melded good thing, in the office. One good thing that I will say, you know, we have Martin Luther King Day, and you know, and it's become a day of service, right? A national day of yes. service. They they yes. made that happen. So it is nice more so to than see. any other holiday, right? Like it, 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 it yeah. is like branded as that. So yeah, yeah. Which yeah, yeah, something that would be meaningful to his legacy. Yeah. You know, maybe yeah. Thanksgiving is, <laughs> maybe Thanksgiving. You know, people give and you know, or you know, people feed, do serve feed on people at the yes. yeah at shelters and things like that. But definitely, and I think there is also a national day of service that's a different day, like an mm, official, mm -hmm. but I, you know, I hadn't looked that up. But, but it is, so in spite of the fact that there were people getting in my way and irritating me, <laughs> there were just as many were they, people were they stopping short? by their service. Were they stopping short as Stanza um, yes. would say? <laughs> yes. You know, there's just something about people who block doorways or block just don't move you know especially in driving right people that are that are like looking for one of my pet peeves this is not on the list 
But if you are driving and you want to pull over, and when I say the list, we went over last week and we're going to finish the list up. But last week we went over a list of, what was it? Good manners, a list of pet peeves or something. Social, uh, social rules, unwritten social Unwritten rules. social rules. Well, when people are driving and they're either looking for an address or maybe they want to pull over and talk to somebody, but instead of pulling over to the curb, they just stop in the street. So you have to go around them. Mm-hmm. It's like, I, I don't understand that. It's like, why on earth would you not actually pull, pull over? What is the benefit of stopping in the street or blocking traffic and, and all that? It's just, it, it, it bugs oh me to know. I, I, I feel you on that. It's, you know, the, especially when there's some place to pull over to just stop exactly. in the middle of the street, you're letting somebody out of the car why are you stopping in the middle of the road? Pull to the curb. Yeah, this just it's such a simple thing. So anyway, so I had a couple of those, you know, this week. And I just, it's like, ugh. but now, like you said, it's on my mind. So we can finish off our list. And so and at, again, the end, at, at the end ahead. of talking about the list, we're going to have to come up with something positive. So when you start seeing things, that you'll see the positive things and not you'll see the this. positive or have a positive way to respond instead of aggravation it'll be like <laughs> oh, just say bless their heart and then that'll make it all that. better i want to mention one other thing because this is the nature of the work i do um that that happened this past week and the um uh the the Ditch your New Year's resolution day was oh, yeah. Wednesday, the 17th. And it's that day where um, they're saying, so a couple of things. One is that people start let go, letting go of their resolutions. So the thought behind the day is to give yourself permission and grace. Right. So if you realize that a resolution or a goal that you set isn't working for you to actually let it to let it go um, and that they that there should not be fear of breaking resolutions and instead yeah. to, to embrace which is why I don't make you're them. perfect because then I feel guilty when I don't achieve them. So I don't want to feel so. So but th that day gives you permission to let go because I need some um, third party rando to tell me <laughs> but here's okay. the thing here's the thing whether it's done at, around New Year's or it's done any other time at the point of which you make a decision to make whatever change you're going to make in your life you actually do resolve to do that and the change is not going to happen until you resolve to do that so doesn't have to be New Year's or anything. And I was listening to um, or watching a YouTube video of, of this woman who lost 130 pounds. And she said that what changed for her and that made that time happen and stick like no other was when she got to the point where she said, not another day, not another minute, not another second. 
right? That she was just not putting up with what she looked like, what she felt like, how she was oh, approaching life. And, and so I'm just saying that it is the resolution that is what propels you forward. Well, and it's so not, I'm not against having resolutions. I'm against New Year's forcing it at new year right versus well, you don't have when the time is right year. that's all yeah. which is my point yeah. when you get to that point and it doesn't have to involve new years at all when you get to that point you'll make the change and until then don't don't put that on yourself so that's my public service announcement from my position as a coach so with that let's jump into our list and continuing from where we left off so this next one is to acknowledge again remind people of what the list is and where we were i thought i just did that this is a this is the list it is a list of social norms or social um, rules. They're the unwritten social rules that everyone should know. They come from, uh, I'll post the link for the BuzzFeed article that includes this, but it was from a Reddit thread that was started by Dark Soldiers. And the question is, what are some unwritten social rules everyone should know. And so there are 37 on the list. We got through 17-ish last week. So we got to number 17, but we did talk to some, uh, talk about some that were tangential or related to earlier ones. And so we may have already talked about them already. And as we get to them, we'll just pass over. So we're on number 18 of the 38. 37 ish and the next one says please acknowledge new people in your life properly <laughs> so, so when your brother brings home a new girl or your sister brings home a new dude your bestie brings a friend to the bar don't just pretend like those people aren't there right introduce yourselves give them a handshake acknowledge them and i I, so they, I they don't feel said, like a third wheel like they're just I think like you said this last week it's like who would do that but the fact that it's on the list means somebody <laughs> somebody has I mean done I it. guess I mean if yeah. I don't know I'm trying to think if if well if you brought home a new dude I would question things since you're married but if <laughs> but if you <laughs> came by, if you and I you. were having lunch and you showed up with a friend, somebody I didn't right. know. I mean, I guess I'd be like, I'm going to introduce you, and you're going to say hi. I'm I think that I think what they're saying is, if for whatever reason that person, the whoever brings them around, or or if someone just appears in your presence, if no one introduces them to you, for you to take the initiative to introduce yourself. So that okay. that person, I, I think that's what this is saying. I don't know. Okay. Um, All right. Just, yeah. 
but so. but make people feel welcome. Introduce yourself. Make people feel welcome. Okay. Point. Make people feel okay. welcome. Don't don't let people feel like that they're invisible and okay. a, a non-person. I think that's okay. the point. All right. <laughs> I guess. I don't know. It's not my list. Not my list, right? My my list would include some other things. Um, which starts with a lane change is not a uh, a 90 degree maneuver, right? So don't don't make lane changes like that. They're merging. They're gradual. Okay. Yes, they are. It's not a don't it's yank. not a chart. It's not don't a chart. So um the next one, if you're visiting someone and plan on staying at their place, confirm the dates you want to stay before you book your ticket, right? Before you make the silly. plans, before you show up, don't show up and plan to stay for two weeks after you've told someone that you'll be there for three days. Or I think it's like, oh, I'm going to come and stay a couple of weeks. Would that be okay? Yeah. But then you don't say which couple of weeks. I think that's, you know, it's like, you know, I'm going to, oh, I'm going to come and stay for a week. And then, you know, okay, at some point in life, you're going to come and stay. But then all of a sudden you're like, yeah, I bought my tickets. I'll be there Tuesday, the 20th through the 27th. And it's like, oh, whoa, somebody else is going to be here. I'm going to be out of town or whatever. So you definitely need to confirm confirm your plans. Definitely. Yes. This one is stupid. This only happens in movies, right? This only happens in movies. So don't propose at someone else's wedding. Well, (laughs) yes, it is their day and you should leave that. That said, well, no, apparently there is, they say unless, you know, you've got some pre-clearance. And maybe if you guys are all part of some social circle or, or something, I mean, maybe, maybe there's some circumstances, but I personally want my, would want my proposal to be about me and the guy. And I certainly wouldn't want to step on somebody else's day. And now everybody is over here you know, wanting to see my ring or wanting to talk about, you know, it, it is a weird thing. So, and whether it's that I think it or anything, don't commandeer other people's events, events, period. Not just yeah. weddings, but other yeah. events as well. I I, I agree. Um, and that happens a lot. I see that a lot. And, you know, and it's like, okay, we're here for me or for you or for whatever. And don't, yeah. You know, if you want to have an event, then you host your own event and do your thing. <laughs> have your own event. Yeah. I, I will say this, though. At my wedding, um, my wedding to my current husband, we, I have friends, um, Brad and Danielle, who didn't have a first dance at their wedding for whatever reason. And so we included them or invited them to sort of do that right and made an announcement and an opportunity for them to do it so if you are invited and included in 
that's one thing, but in general, don't, yeah, don't step on other people's. Did they events. dance in your first dance? No, they or... had their own first dance. They didn't dance our dance. Oh, okay. I don't know that I remember that, but that's sweet. But yeah, it's like, let because I thought that's what people did anyway, is that you, so there were two first dance, so the people didn't get to join in until the third dance. Something like is that. Is that sort yeah. of what happened? I yeah. don't recall that. And then right. at some point, then you have, yeah, set, you start the first dance, and then at some point, people the join DJ in. says, yeah. oh, everybody on the dance floor, sort of thing. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Um, this next one, I don't know, just goes without saying. You should offer to pay someone for gas if they drive you a lot of places. Or hire an Uber. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if somebody is doing you a favor, and I think that you should pay a lot of things for a lot of reasons, right? So, you know, whether you're paying for... Yeah, you can't you can't just treat people like a unpaid taxi service and you know get in the car or show up for lunches, right? Yeah. <laughs> Always I mean there should be reciprocity, right? In addition to if somebody's doing something for you, right? So, you know, I've had people that'll you know, you know, maybe they pick up lunch while I pay for the Uber or they do this and I do that or whatever. So you just want some level of reciprocity. But if somebody specifically is doing something for you and taking you somewhere, it shouldn't cost them money to do you a favor. So you'd want to reimburse them for gas and and maybe not. I mean, it depends if the, you guys are always doing stuff or if it's on their way. You play that by ear. But be sensitive to the fact that it that gas costs money. And I'm sure the people that are adding to this list on Reddit, you know, probably 16, <laughs> you know, I'm sure some of them are on the younger side or college students or whatever. Well, that really does make a difference. You know, you're running around doing uh you know D donovan did it right he had his car when he was in college when he was back east he had his car with him and you know and he and his friends would be doing stuff and he's giving people rides and calling me talking about you know can I, I need money for gas and i'm like no <laughs> you know you need to add, be comfortable if people are comfortable asking you for a ride you should be comfortable asking them to chip in for gas if they don't volunteer. So volunteer. Don't make your brother used to have a bumper sticker on his car said that said grass or crash. Yeah. <laughs> no one rides for free. So yeah. 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 <laughs> gas, cash, grass, whatever. It's um, grass, gas, or ass. No one rides for free. So um, the next one, if you're walking in a group on a sidewalk and somebody's walking oh my towards God, you, this is like one step of my to biggest. the side. It is one of my pet peeves as well. It's like, unless Don't you're a gang, at me for you know, exactly. 
at some point you may have to get into a single file line or somebody's got to drop back at at minimum to allow people to you know you right you walk on the right and you know let them pass you don't get to be a group and then act like you're oblivious which is what gets me when you pretend like you don't see and i'm almost six feet tall so i know you see me so i just have learned to mow people down i'm like i'm not walking into the street i'm not stepping around i'm not going to inconvenience myself for people who would just just walk past me as if I didn't exist. So that's me. So here's the one time when I choose to get bigger. <laughs> and I'm with you. It, it, it is just such an irritant for me. Um, and I don't assume that they are anything other than oblivious, right? I, I have been with people who think it means something. I think they're in their own world doing their own thing but that's not my problem and so i'm like i'm not moving generally when i am particularly since coronavirus when i am walking towards people i tend to walk against traffic is just i want to know what's coming at me uh so i tend to walk against traffic and when people are coming towards me I tend to step off and walk in the street to not be in the, the wake of their breathing. That's just me. But when there is a group. I don't want to be in the wake of their breathing. That's a I, sentence I didn't this, think I would hear today. <laughs> so, but when it's a group of four people, you know, it's a group of people coming towards it and they're just like, we're a group. And we're gonna stay a group. I'm I'm a little more hesitant to do that, and so maybe that makes me a bad person. I don't know. I don't like it, and I'm not putting up with it. The next one is to put your grocery cart back in the appropriate location. I do this, um, and what makes it really bad. For me, I think if I didn't drive cars where there would be baskets where I want to park my car, I probably wouldn't care what other people did. But when people leave there and, and there are baskets like at every stall, so either you have to, you know, park way over there or, right, you have to... You, hit the basket with your car yeah it's it's inconsiderate it's not only for irritating. other drivers you know and i it's guess dangerous. there are employees who have to you know whose job it is to to go and retrieve them but it's just sort of unnecessarily making work for people that, it's, especially it's that have to be out in the elements well. right you leave a, a basket somewhere it can roll it into can roll somebody yeah. else's yeah. car and is so yeah don't 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 do it. Don't make lighthearted jokes about people's names. Well, given that my name is Greer, I'll just leave it at that because I've heard them all. <laughs> and people have heard them all, right? So you're not being clever or funny. Greer, Gear. Yeah, Greer, Greer, Greer is a big rear. Never fear, Greer is near. Whatever. It's like, <laughs> okay. 
It's just, I mean, at a certain point, it doesn't bother me. I could care less. It's just annoying. Um, it's just like, okay, it just shows your simplicity. So yeah, don't do it. That's hilarious. And some um, people have names that are, you know, that maybe they are sensitive about or that are, you know, culturally different or something yes, like that. Yes. And then it can even create other kinds of issues for them. So just don't do it. And we uh, had an when, episode about that, talking about the importance of respecting, honoring people's names, getting them right, mm-hmm. right, pronouncing them correctly, spelling them correctly. So you go back, check that out. Yeah. Uh, when you go to a movie theater, unless there are no other seats available, try to keep at least one seat between you and any other patrons. This includes sitting next to, behind, and especially in front of someone. So clearly in a movie theater, right? You walk into a theater, movie theater, performing arts venue or whatever. It's one thing if you have an assigned seat, obviously that's your seat. But if you go somewhere and you've got all the options in the world, it's like, why are you sitting up underneath me or next to me or in front of me? Why would you come and sit with your stovepipe hat in front of me where I can't see around you? You know, and it's, and that it carries for a lot of you know in a bar or at a restaurant or whatever and you know and it's like why why are you sitting in the next seat it's one you know it's like space out and then as it fills up then yeah you know eventually those are the only seats left and you may have to do that but it's just it's perplexing to me why anybody gets don't get close I concur. I and think, I think so. I don't like, must not like people very much. <laughs> I find myself I, like being annoyed that people are around me. I, I think especially since coronavirus that, you know, just sort of making, being cognizant of other people's spaces when you join in, right? When, and so if someone else There's is already space. there, go somewhere else. And when people sit at the table next to us and it's like, it, 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 all, all the other tables in this whole restaurant are available and you, you pick this one, right? It, it, Back on. And I'm, you can I'm hear not, our conversation or whatever. <laughs> Unnecess- <laughs> it's when it's unnecessary. It's weird. It's weird. It's weird. Okay. And I would think you would want to be over there by yourself as well. Um, so this is sort of along the lines of one of the ones we had in the first episode, which was about commenting on other people's foods. This one is more along the lines of what's healthy or not healthy. None of your business, right? It's none of your business. And (laughs) it says, if you're not their doctor or dietitian, don't make unsolicited comments about the health the quality of health of someone's food. So um, I agree. I was at a restaurant with some friends or maybe four or five, five of us at brunch. And we're, it was a off the menu thing. And one of the, and I was trying to decide between whatever. And I hadn't made, the waitress was there. The server was there and it's like, oh, you know, you ready or whatever. And then one of the other ladies was like, Oh, you know, Greer, they make really good salads here. And it was like, I'm trying to decide between, I don't know, the what? waffles 
Like I'm trying to decide between, you know, it's like brunch. I'm trying to decide between the waffles and the Benedict or something. And she says, oh, you know, they, they make really good salads here. And it you was said, such well, a- well, enjoy it. I hope you enjoy it. You know, and it was, it was such a, you know, like a, 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 I took it as such a fat insult. Like, you know, like, well, you know, you could eat something healthy. You know, and it was like, and, and maybe she meant it that way. Maybe she didn't. That's how I interpreted it. But the fact that you're not my dietitian or my doctor, and I didn't ask you for your menu recommendations, you know, just don't. <laughs> and it was like, oh, oh, they've got waffles. Oh, they've got eggs Benedict or what? You know, it was like, but it was like, oh. How about you say, oh, they have really nice waffles here. Yeah. How about you comment on what I want, not what I don't want? And Lord knows I eat my <laughs> fair share of salad. So anyway, that was that. And I have had plenty of salads that were way more fattening and mm, unhealthy, mm -hmm. you know, well, by the yes, time you start time adding you add stuff, cheese blue and cheese the... And, the, and all of that. So anyway, so that was that. And then, salad dressing and the oil and, and then, vinegar. And while we're talking about, you know, restaurants and menu items, it's like, get off your phone when being waited on. So if a server is trying to serve you, you should not be on your phone. I'm, I'm going to personally, I don't know that I'm down with this one, but I'll leave it alone. Well, certainly at the moment that you're being waited on, but just because you're at the table, um, yeah. maybe not. And we've but talked certainly about in the this moment before. of interaction, yeah, and we did I, have yeah. an episode. Certainly while they're, while they're actually trying to take your order, I don't know who would be on the phone like, yeah, Susie, uh, you know, hold on. Yeah, give me a this, that, and the other while you've got the phone I, up to your ear. But I, I guess I've seen it. You so know. not that part and not texting, not scrolling, but a lot of restaurants now, since again, another coronavirus thing, they give you the menu uh, with a QR, QR code. code. Uh -huh. And so maybe you need to be on your phone in order to yeah. be able to make some decisions. So it could look to an observer like you are being rude or whatnot, but but we did a whole episode, well, I don't know we if did. it was the whole episode, about, um, you know, being talking, on your about it being restaurant. rude to talk on the phone in restaurants or a restaurant not, a, you know, having a no phone policy. And I personally don't think that my conversation, if I'm talking, whether I'm talking to you across the table or talking to you on the phone, if I'm by myself, I don't think it should matter. It still is, you know, the lull of my voice that as long as I'm not talking loud, it shouldn't be a problem. And I think people should stay out of my business, but that's my two cents. So, you know, but we can move on. <laughs> but, but yes, for the, for the server, it is sort of rude. They're trying to do their job quickly and efficiently and you're on the phone or maybe you're talking to somebody trying to get their order or, you know, Susie, you know, Whitney, what do you want? I'll bring you some back or what? I don't know the circumstances, but you would never talk on the phone while you're trying to talk to somebody else. So that is true that is, for the most part. Um, when you're in a group and someone starts saying something, but it's cut off, always ask them to repeat themselves because you were interested in what they were saying. Yeah. Next. 
(laughs) (laughs) Yes, you want to be sensitive to other people's having the ability to be a part of a conversation and not get, which in our family, we've been told, you know, people have a hard time getting a word in edgewise. And I say, then try harder. But apparently, you know, we're, you so know, somebody should stand up for them and we should be sensitive to that. What? This one This one was written by someone who's been in our presence. I, it sounds like it. If you look at the name, maybe. Yeah, so. So I'll let that one, I'm going to let that one sit. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not sure about that either. And, and <laughs> I guess I would say, yeah, so the point that this particular Reddit user says is that it can build their confidence to have you sort of ask them. Circle to back repeat. and make sure their opinions get added. In. And so I'd say talk I, louder. I, I get that, but it's not about talking louder. It's about being more assertive. And it's not about being aggressive. It's about being assertive and sort of standing up for yourself. But I, I get I get it. And yes, I understand we've been accused of being a tough crowd to be around. Um, so, okay. Praise others in public and correct them in private, especially if you're in some kind of management role. Don't dress down others in front of everyone as some kind of power move. Uh, totally agree with this. Totally agree with this. Yeah. I, I think that just goes, so if you're the person that does it, don't. I don't even know that there's any discussion that needs to be had. You know, I can't really think of too many circumstances where, I mean, I guess if somebody is just, badgering 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 or whatever and then he finally you know you do need to put them in their place I suppose but even then you know it's two wrongs don't make a right so the the next don't play music out loud on your phone in public yeah you know people are with the whole speaker phone it's like I don't you know whether it's your music or your conversation I, you know, get some I headphones. Totally agree. Headphones are so, uh, you know, available. <laughs> it's just, <laughs> it's, you know, people just don't need to hear it. And and I shouldn't hear more out of your headphones than I hear out of my own if, if I'm near you and I have some off, right? And another thing along these lines is not so much from your phone, but I see a lot people on motorcycles. Oh, yeah. And your music is up really, really loud, I guess, over the engine, which is probably not a big deal when you're riding on the open, when you're on the open road. But when you stop at a stoplight or something and your music is so loud and it's even, you know, or if you're in a car for that matter and you have really loud music, it's like everybody does not need to hear your music. It doesn't need to be heard outside of your you know, if I can hear it, then it's too loud. Or if and you're in a hotel room and you're in the room next to me and I can hear, well, I don't want to hear anything out of the room next to me, but I have heard, <laughs> you know, TVs that are loud, probably in not the greatest hotels, maybe the walls are thinner, but just keep your volume down. 
I like that. Keep your keep your volume down. Um, this next one, respect people's pronouns, their preferences, dietary wants and needs, decision to say no to something, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Respect. So people. let other people be who they want to be. Let them be who they are. And if you right? don't like it, keep that to yourself. Or stop not liking it. What is, you know, it has nothing to do with you. <laughs> Just let them be. Okay. What's the next, what's the next one that we want to cover? Don't diss someone's taste if you've never seen or tried what they like. That's sort of like the last one, I think. Yeah. And um, it's none Every of your business. Yeah, people like what they like for whatever reason. And pe people have different tastes and different proclivities, different interests, and, and that's good. And that diversity is what makes us, you know, great. So, yeah. Yeah, if we were all the same, we'd be Oompa Loompa. So. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we're, we're, getting we're getting close to the end here, people. Hang Weren't in there. they like all the same? They were like yeah. all the same. Don't ask friends, colleagues, or strangers when they're finally going to get married or finally have kids or whatever. Again, it's in that same vein, right? For whatever reason, you think other people should have some kids or should have a get married or should get a new job or should do whatever it is you think they should do. It is not your place to decide how people live to, their lives to tell people how to live their lives or to make them feel any sort of way mm -hmm. about mm -hmm. how they live their lives mm -hmm. so yeah um does that go for get a job yeah y yeah it's like if you don't want a job but you don't get the stuff that having a job affords you right if you won't get a job so but do i get this and ask when are you finally going to get a job when are you finally going back to school? When are you finally whatever? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm, no, just asking, I'm just asking. If but that's if that, if it, but if there's a negative impact to them not doing the thing, you know, you don't have, shouldn't have to suffer the consequences of them not doing the thing. So that's but where you, the. Okay. But I guess in, in life, for most things, maybe not children, children, but for most things, you don't suffer the negative impacts because everyone, you know, everyone's life is fueled by their choices and they have to suffer the consequences. And I think that we, we create our own angst and anxiety by worrying about what other people should be doing and then taking on the burdens of what happens when they don't do what they need to do to live their life so yes and i'm saying we should learn to not take on those burdens we do because we love people and we want to help and all that but you know at a certain point you don't want to get a job okay then you don't have any money or you don't have health benefits or you don't have you know whatever you get from having that job but it's not you know and and parents i hear are you. a little That's bit a little... different I will say that that is a little different than getting married or having kids because there's not necessarily a, a negative consequence to that as opposed to being self-sufficient 
financially taking care of yourself or preparing yourself for a career, uh, whether it's college or or uh, trade school or whatever. So I, I hear you. Um, the next one is don't abandon. Don't abandon. This is like the most important one, I think, on the list. But go ahead. Don't abandon your friend at a party where they hardly know anyone, and don't oh, abandon your friend when out in public and they're intoxicated. Yes. That second part there, you know, so yes, first of all, there's the friend code. So we go to the party and then you abandon me and I'm sitting there looking like a, you know, a stick in the mud. Don't, you know, help me, you know, at least let us get there, work the room, make us make a rotation, figure it out, get a drink. And then we can sort of, you know, find our way. But more importantly, that second one, you know, if you've got a friend who's drinking or you guys are all drinking or whatever, but don't, don't leave your friend. Don't let your friend go off with some guy or girl, you know, don't abandon, don't let the friends drunk don't friend. let friends be intoxicated in public. Well, and then you definitely don't abandon them. You don't abandon them. You stick together. We came together. We're leaving together. If you want to hook up with this person, then you do that tomorrow sober. <laughs> and if do they, that on your own time. Do that on your own, own time. And I and don't be the person who wants to be abandoned, right? Don't put your friends in that position where you know they're having to mother you or parent you because you want to go off and do irresponsible things, and they're trying to you know it you know deal with your safety. Yeah, you know, we I went to you. I went to uh to school in London uh a year well back when I was in grad school. And literally the day we got there, a group of us went downtown down to um to the West End. So we're like, you know, in town partying. And one of the girls in the group met some guy and disappeared. We're like, looked for her. We couldn't find her. We eventually went back to the, to our dorm. She didn't come back. She came back like the next day. Like she spent the night with him, hung out, did what I, and I was a little older. There were like four of us who were a little older than the rest of us. I dressed that girl down so much. I was like, you will never, I, I barely even knew her, but it was like, you will never do that again and put us in that position that, you know, that, I mean, we couldn't have fun because we were so concerned about her who's off doing, you know, Lord knows what. And she's an adult. She can do whatever she wants. It's like, then you make that clear that, you know, I'm leaving. I'm an adult. I'm leaving. Don't look for me. Go have your fun. But don't just, she just sort of drifted off. She's talking to the guy, you know, he spirited her. Who knows? She could have been, don't do it. Don't be that person. Do not be that person. And then don't be the person who leaves because we didn't want to leave her. So anyway, that one is so anyway, next. And this is the last one. This is the last one on this list. Yes. Okay. Which encompasses all. And it it, it does includes quite a few things. It says be situationally aware while in public spaces, right? Think about where you're standing, who's around you. 
Are you in somebody's way? Are you about to be, et cetera, et cetera, right? Um, and w the first thing that came to me sort of in the, the vein of, you know, walking in a group towards people and, and trying to keep your group intact is, and this has been, it's always been an issue for me, but even more so since coronavirus, um, people just like being in my space. It's like, uh, why are you, why are you here? And there have been a number of times when I have been at the grocery store and you and I have been actually been on the phone and someone has been like on top of me, like breathing. I can feel them like breathing on my, and it's like, why are you this close to me? I don't know you. We don't know each other like that. Right. I, it, you should not be that close to me. And so what I tend to do is put my basket behind me so that I force, you know, I force their, I'm saying that wrong, but what I do you mean make you put sure. your basket behind you. What are you even saying? <laughs> what does this mean? The, the grocery basket, uh huh. the cart, the grocery cart. You I mean in line in, or in the while aisle. I'm standing in line? Well, when oh, okay. I'm in, yes, when I'm in moving the around, okay. in the store, moving around the store, when people get too close, I just leap. But when I'm in line waiting, I will tend okay. to put take the stuff out of the basket, put it on the cart on the conveyor belt, and then I put the basket, the grocery cart behind. I stand in front of the grocery cart so that people are necessarily far enough away okay I see what you but mean but we were on the phone when I was shopping for I think it was for food for Christmas and this lady decided that she wanted to come up and can I can I go in front of you and she just came and she kept bumping I was like why are you bumping up against me well I don't I, the lady I don't know you I don't and I don't know you like that so maybe she you know, was picking your pocket it, well, if I'd had any or anything in it, she could have, but I don't roll like that. So, you know, just be spatially aware yeah. of, of where you are and how you are navigating spaces so that you're not in other people's space. And yeah. I, I don't want mean to be stereotypical and I won't say the particular culture but there's a particular culture that I find this happens in a lot. And they just, it, they're always close. And it's like, why are you this close? Why are yes, you this be, close? be aware of where you are, your surroundings, be aware of people's responses to you. You know, if people are listening or not listening or, or are focused on you or are, uh, annoyed by you if they're running you off the road if they're, you know all of it and it, it's like people and don't just have to be or aggravate yeah. people you know um aggravate people because you don't know how they're going to respond right so <sighs> well i think we pretty much went over you know i mean these are obviously again things that people do or they wouldn't be on the list True. and we've had experiences with all of them some of them things we do ourselves so we know that 
have there are done some areas them. of improvement that we could <laughs> definitely work on individually. Certainly definitely. having more patience with people patience. and with people Grace. that don't yes. follow the rules, right? People, yeah. and maybe they don't know the rules. Sometimes we live in a multicultural, like you just said, we live in a multicultural uh, society where things, you know, maybe in from one culture are just not as taboo as they might be from another. And we've got to be a little bit more sensitive and show people grace. You it's, know, that, yeah. that's a good point. So, you know, some of these are probably, you know, people are, they come from another culture, another country, culture and the things that may be irritating here may not necessarily be of issue somewhere else and and we do we we need to be patient we need to be um grace-filled and and uh, and understand so there's some of that but there's also we need to be respectful and considerate of people. And there is some sense that when you come to a new culture that you take some time to try to understand what the norms are in that culture, so. Yeah, no, for sure. And at the end of the day, you know, try to give people the benefit of the doubt that that whatever they're doing, they're not doing out of some sort of, you know, desire to mess with you, <laughs> you know, may, sometimes people make mistakes. And if I had a dollar for every time, you know, somebody honked the horn at me, somebody honked the horn at me yesterday because the light turned green. And I, I swear two beats didn't pass and they were like laying on their horn. And it's like, you know, it just, it wasn't that, it, it wasn't like I'm sitting there doing something and, or sleep or, you know, I wasn't on the phone. I wasn't, you know, I was just, you know, it literally, it was like, give me time to process mentally that the light has changed and I will mm -hmm. go, <laughs> you know, but we, we just don't seem to have a whole lot of patience for one another these days. And we can all do a better job at, at that. So Concur. That's my, so, those are my final thoughts. So I am currently reading the book, The Mastery of Love, which is a sequel of sorts to the book, The Four Agreements. I think I brought up The Four Agreements in our last episode. So I have been reading The Four Agreements. I read The Four Agreements, The Four Agreements companion book, The Four Agreements is about sort of taking back control of your life, helping to restore you, us, to our nature, which is love, um, our nature of happiness and bliss. And when we adopt the four agreements and let go of the thousands of agreements that we have created for ourselves out of how we've been programmed uh, since childhood, right? By people who love us and who have, are doing the best that they can or have tried to do the best that they know how, that um, 
it creates suffering in our life, right? And some of that has to do with expecting things of other people and not accepting them as who they are. So in the mastery of love, there is this reminder that the more we allow people to be who they are and we step into who we are, that we take ourselves back to a place where we are living out of our true nature. And so I think the the more we can do that, the more these things sort of take care of themselves, right? And it starts from a place of awareness. So if we did nothing else for you, hopefully we have brought these unwritten rules. They're now written. <laughs> they're on Reddit and they're in this BuzzFeed article and we have talked about them. So now they are in your consciousness and there's no reason for us to run afoul of them moving forward. So before we could say, oh, I didn't know that was a thing. Now you know. So now that you know, when you know better, you do better and let's all do better together. So with that, we want to thank you for joining us for this episode of Yes, we Life do. And, and thank people. Lemon That's drop. the last thing I'm going to add that to the list. Remember to say please and thank you. Very thank good. You. Thank you. And so if you've got any additional social rules that you want to share, please share them with us in the Facebook group at Life Lemons Lemon Drops, or you can drop us a, a message at listenercare at lifelemonslemondrops.com. And with that, be kind, be courteous, say please and thank you, and take care. Thanks for joining us for Life, Lemons, and Lemon Drops. If you like our show, please share with your friends. And if you haven't already, subscribe, rate, and review the show on whatever platform you listen to this podcast. Your questions, comments, and feedback are welcome. You can find out more about us at lifelemonslemondrops.com. 